0: al Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a
1: benefit for all. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Salatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wassalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters. And welcome to another edition of al Bayan Live, the Unseen Podcast, The Jinn Part 1. And I'm very pleased to be joined by my dear brother, the Sheikh Abdul Karim. Assalamu alaikum.
0: Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: How are you on this nice, cool evening in Sydney? Alhamdulillah, well. I just got better, subhanAllah.
0: I've been a bit crook for the last week, week and a half.
1: Shafaq Allah.
0: Allahi barik fiq. How have uh, you been,
1: all right? I'm, Alhamdulillah, I've been fine. How's things? It is. It's all good. Back, the you know, back in the groove after Eid. Eid al adha And now we're... Here we are live for another edition. Alhamdulillah. Episode 2 of the Unseen Podcast. And today, inshallah, we're going to start discussing the jinn. If you've missed it on the introduction, make sure you see the link down there in the description on, on YouTube, Al in on Australia YouTube, and catch up on it. It was a nice general introduction. See, so you're having a nice cup of coffee at this time, huh? Yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, it's a latte. A latte. Was it a latte? It looked, looked pretty good. Oh, it looked like a latte cappuccino, actually, mate. Latte cappuccino. <laughs> but if it didn't have chocolate on the top, on the froth, it's not a cappuccino, is it?
0: But it had a lot of froth. Latte shouldn't have that much froth. Uh, what do you do? So,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Let's not, let's not get How about to... you just, you know, resort to a nice little, you know, piccolo? Piccolo, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I did today? I actually added just some chocolate in it for, for no other reason. I just felt for like... For some sweetness? I don't know, just... You should have just put your finger You should have just put your finger on nah, no. Stood came it, it would be sweet enough. Would have came out mir, probably, if you know. Nah, it mate, out, nah, mir. it's not like that. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh We ask Allah, Allah to make Allah. us blessed, wherever we may be. And the only way we can remain blessed in this life and the next is by living, implementing, breathing, and spreading Islam. We ask Allah to allow us to be torchbearers and beacons of light. Uh, yeah, really. Until the day we die uh, We ask Allah to accept our deeds And forgive us for our shortcomings yeah. Now my dear brothers and sisters This topic is of utmost importance And whenever we speak about issues of the unseen We have to you know, derive What we're talking about from the Quran and Sunnah We mentioned that in, in the first episode And that's why it's very important To mention this point again Sheikh Abdul Karim Before we get into it And that is that We're not speaking here Based on Hollywood stories Or Bollywood movies Or you know you know, uh, books Egyptian series. Or, or series Syrian movies Egyptian movies or wherever you grew up watching um, this is based upon the Quran and Sunnah this is where we can only speak about issues which are from the unseen and as we know believing in the unseen is very important in Islam and the true believers as we mentioned in the last episode we don't want to keep repeating they believe in the unseen this is from their qualities so Sheikh Abdul Karim where we're going to start with today regarding the jinn uh, episode 2 of the Unseen Podcast.
0: Obviously, as we mentioned in the introduction, the first podcast that we'll be discussing all matters of the Unseen, this is a long series, inshallah. We're going to be talking about uh, many matters of the Unseen. The reason why we began with the jinn is because they are the closest to us. In terms of they live with us, they're here, they're present, although we can't see them, as we're going to mention. There are interactions, um, you know, their existence is apparent. And as we said, يعني, subhanAllah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that he created us and them, or he created them and us, so that we worship him alone. Also their purpose is exactly our purpose, and that is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's why we're beginning with the jinn. Now, what are the jinn? Who are the jinn? You know, what are they? Are they, you know, this 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 creature that is unknown? Are they this made-up entity? Are the jinn what is
1: portrayed in the movies? No. You know, what's quite interesting is that they do have some things in common with us, as you mentioned, that they are created for a purpose. And they have things which, how can we say, are unlike mankind in other ways. Absolutely. Maybe we can mention some of the things that they have that are similar to humans. And the most important thing is their purpose. Their purpose, exactly. So Allah subhanahu wa
0: ta'ala mentions in the Quran, Wal Insa illa That the jinn and the ints their sole purpose, the reason that they were created was that they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. ibada هُنَا عِبَادَ hiya, According to the ulema, يَعْبُدُونَ يَعْنِي يُوَحْهِدُونَ Establish Tawheed. Because التawheed هو ibada. So they are here, they are created for the same purpose we are created. يعني they have to fulfill that which we have to fulfill when it comes to ibadah When it comes to worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Obviously they have things that they do different to us But their main purpose The reason why they're here Is so that they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Just like the reason why we're here They're not here to cause mischief They're not here to cause problems for the ints. They're
1: here to worship Allah Just like we're here to worship Allah at so the then, same time There are some who may Cause absolutely, Absolutely But that's not their purpose 100% yeah, The main peep, purpose is peep, To worship Allah yeah. Like mankind's main purpose Is to worship Allah Definitely But there are many Yes Enemies from mankind And jinn Who try to cause people To stray Corruption in right the land And etc You know what's quite interesting As well is that You know in The things which, are, which we have in common We both have to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Humankind or mankind And jinn Which means that They have reason and understanding And therefore the ability to choose between Right and wrong Good and evil This is like humans
0: Absolutely They're they're, they're given the choice It's there And if they accept They accept Just like we're going to mention There are Muslim jinn You know From the jinn there are Muslims From the jinn there are kafirs From them are fusaq You know From them uh, are evildoers just like the humans. You have Muslim humans, non-Muslim humans. From the Muslims, you may have very good Muslims. From them, you may have some evil. They're like us, but they're not like us. Their purpose is the same, but they're not like us. They're a complete different creation.
1: And, and, now, and from the things before you continue, just as as introduction, before you get into the detail points, is that from the things which they're not similar to us in, is, is their form, what they were created from. Exactly. As we're going to discuss, I know we're going to discuss it in in this program, most likely, inshallah, is that the origin of of mankind, how they were created, is different than the origin of Jinn and how they were created. So that's one of the common differences there. But it's important to note that the purpose and goal of their creation and our creation is one we are here for the sake of worshiping Allah alone, Subhanahu wa Taala. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we're going to discuss later on, yeah. some of them believed in the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They heard the Quran, and believed in it, went back to their people as warners, and some yeah. th- some of them didn't. And this is very interesting. Now, maybe we can start with defining the word jinn. What does the word jinn mean? So the word jinn, and they they called jinn because
0: they are not seen. They're obscured from human sight. You cannot see a jinn. And I make this clear to all our listeners, all right? Anyone who tells you they've seen a jinn, you know, the stories, or as we like to mention here, the Ori's, of I seen a jinn and his feet were like this, and I seen a jinn and I seen the jinn in his form, and this is all nonsense because the jinn is hidden, all right? And if, the the scholars of Luga, they say it comes from the like jinn. مثل الجنين or جن الرجل ذهب عقله for example the jinn is that which is hidden you can't see and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions in the Quran إِنَّهُ يَرَاكُمْ هُوَ وَقَبِيلُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا تَرَوْنَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا تَرَوْنَهُ that him and his um, tribes and him and his companions and him him, him and his قَبِيل him and his, him and his tribes soldiers, yeah. soldiers they see you from that where you cannot see them. Now I want to point something, Jack Would you rather be seen and not seen? Or would you rather be seen and not see? Listen, listen. Would you rather be seen and not see? Or not be seen and see?
1: I think it's too late for that question. But but no no no, no but That's I want to just, say it again. Huh? Maybe say it again. Okay. The jinn
0: can see us, but we can't see them. But they can see us and not be seen. Do you get me? Mm. So it's the same thing. So, would you, what do you think is, is be- who do you think has the advantage? You not being able to see them, but they can see you? Or them being able to see you and you can't see them? Allahu Alam. Yeah, but think about it.
1: Because I thought about it a lot. Did you? And your conclusion was? Imagine
0: walking around, just imagine walking around, people can't see you. No, 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 like how, just, mm-hmm. you just walk, you're going about your life, and there are creations around, but they can't see you.
1: Now, obviously, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept them hidden for us for a great wisdom, which we fully submit to and surrender to. So that's, that's. Which brings you to a verse
0: where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says He has favoured the son of Adam. One of the things that Allah ta'ala has favoured the son of Adam with is obscuring some things from him For their own benefit. For their benefit. Some people think that them not being able to see the jinn gives the jinn power over them. When this is indeed a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is why I ask my question. Yani, Don't brothers and sisters Don't think just because you can't see them That that is an advantage for them A. Because you should never think like that And B. Perhaps that, that Being obscured from you Is a rahmah from Allah And the ones who Do take um, The ones who do take the steps In order to try To see the jinn or interact with the jinn Become doomed So that is Yani. the word jinn That is the um, yeah, I mean, the word jinn, jinn I and mean, what they are what you know, what the word jinn means in a nutshell
1: now, um, the jinn we, we touched upon it before but we didn't mention in detail that uh, one of the things mankind differs from jinn is they're created from different or in different ways in different form than man so what are the jinn created from and we mentioned their purpose was to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they created from Fire, is that right? Absolutely. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْجَانَّ
0: uh, خَلَقْنَاهُ مِنْ قَبْلُ مِنْ نَارِ السَّمُومِ And Allah, also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, um, وَخَلَقَ الْجَانَّ مِنْ مَارِ مِنْ نَارِ That the jinn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the jinn from a smokeless fire. Any fire that has no smoke. That is their creation. How? Allah alam that they're created from that their essence is that they're created from a smokeless fire and the ints as we know we are created from clay we're created from toin. so yes our
1: origin differs
0: but our purpose is the same
1: there, there is a hadith in muslim which mentions that the prophet said so the Allah angels Allah. were created from light and inshallah in upcoming mm. episodes we'll speak about the angels the jinn were created from smokeless fire and Adam السلام, our father was created from that which has been described to you. Beautiful hadith that one. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, has he informed us who was created first? Man? Humankind? Or jinn? Absolutely. Allah
0: subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran many times that obviously and this is in contrary to what other religions believe, that Iblis, may he be given what he deserves, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it many a times in the Qur'an, the story of when he created Adam. There's many verses where Allah ta'ala talks about the creation of Adam. When he talks about the creation of Adam, and we all know this, he commanded the angels to prostrate. As you know, no, they all prostrated except for
1: Iblis.
0: Iblis. In a verse, Allah Taala says, "Illa Iblisa kana al jinni amri
1: They all prostrated except for Iblis. He's a jinn. Since you mentioned here, Iblis, we now in this ayah is from the jinn kind. We yes. Can say. He's not an angel. No. it's not a fallen angel as the, that's, that's what I'm commonly saying. mentioned. This is contrary to what
0: other religions have brought. To say that he is a fallen angel.
1: So this Iblis, this shaitan. Is a jinn. Is a jinn. Because
0: Allah Ta'ala said, "Illa iblisa kana كَانَ مِنَ fa فَفَاسَقَ عَنْ أَمْرِ رَبِّهِ Because the angels, the mala'ika لا يَعْصُونَ رَبَّهُمْ They do not disobey their lord. Angels do not have the ability
1: To disobey Allah They haven't got Like humans and jinn No this is not in their It's not in their nature It's not in their creation 24-7 All the time Absolutely
0: Serving Allah and worshipping him That's the reason of their creation Now To say that he is a fallen angel This is Nonsense Because angels do not disobey their lord Jinn disobey their lord Yes Ants disobey their lord Yes because we're given a sabi'lain, We're given either to obey or disobey And because he had the ability to obey and disobey He chose to disobey So this is clear proof And there are a hadith that mentioned That the jinn were created before us But this ayah in the Quran is clear Adam alayhi salam When he was there Allah Ta'ala created him Iblis was already there and another verse that brings uh clarity what if qala rabbuka lil malaikati inni ja'ilun when your lord said to the angels indeed i will create a successor for the land for the earth what did they say qalu ataj'alu fiha man yufsidu fiha wa yasfiqud dimaa they said, "O oh our Lord, are You going to create therein a creation who would cause corruption and bloodshed and disobey You? And we are here, glorifying You and worshipping You. This as well is proof. Yani the angels are talking about who He is." Shaykh, I'm talking about the jinn yeah and because the jinn were here before and they caused corruption on the land big corruption on the land and Iblis, best of the jinn he was the best of the jinn so much so that Allah Azzawajal, allowed him into the heavens and to be surrounded by angels to be with the angels and then he disobeyed his lord and he became the worst of the people uh, the worst of creation. So that's in a nutshell, Yanni, we don't want to take too much time on every single point.
1: Obviously, there's more to it, but yeah, just just to... Definitely. Okay. Now, um, if we move on, uh, we do know that there are various types of djinn that have different types and different names and different abilities. Maybe we can shed some light on that.
0: Yanni, the djinn, the djinn, are of three types mentions here that one that flies through the air and they have uh wings in another narration yep. it mentions they have wings and they fly through the air and one that are in the form of snakes and dogs and one which stays in places and travels about yeah, and they're like they, they they will stay in a place then they'll get up and travel go to another place and etc these are the, the the types there's there's other types of jinn but the main types of these يعني, some of, there's, there are types of jinn that fly and we know this يعني, from the speed of the jinn because in Surah Al-Naml there is a story with Sulaiman Alayhi salam mm. regarding the Afrit which we're going to get to but I'll also mention what Ibn Abdul Bar Rahimahullah mentioned regarding the jinn he said the jinn, according to the scholars, are different types. He says when one mentions the word jinn, jinn, jinn-ni, jan, jinn, you know. When he mentions jinn, he says this is talking about jinn in essence. Just like saying human. No. Yani jinn, when he says the word jinn, hada jinn-ni, this. Just like the human, you may have a Muslim, a non-Muslim, he may be a good person, a bad person, etc. He may be this nationality, that nationality. This all doesn't matter. Jinnni, talking about jinn in essence. When, you, when, he, when he says the word jinn or jinni He says, if one is mentioning the jinn that live amongst mankind, they live with the people. They are living, you know, in their dwellings. They're living in the cities. They're living in the areas you know then they are called Amir Jin Amir alright not like Amir as in like a guy named Amir this is a type of they be like jinni عامر if one is mentioning the ones that antagonize the youth yani meaning uh, uh, يظهر للصبيان as Catching I mentioned to the children يعني, yeah like you know the children may see a form but not, not, not in its essence or you know it may interact to a certain degree. Then this is called. They call these arwah. Which literally means souls, basically. Souls, yeah. Like you know spirits, you know. And if one is mentioning the evil ones, yani that affect the humans, and they you know they 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 try to harm the humans, and they try to misguide the humans. They are Shayatin or Shaitan. Now he mentions either قوية, if he gets stronger on this wafajara, for example, if this shaitan becomes more treacherous in his enmity towards the the ints and he becomes highly active in his enmity and he summiya afrit he is known as Afrit you know sometimes you hear how the you know j- Afrit
1: and there also is also a marid which is a bit lower than the Afrit, isn't there? yes is, marid or marid as as in sh- in in the hadith regarding uh, the that in ramadan these types of jinn Are locked up that's one of the yes interpretations for the hadith because it specifies that, that the rebellious ones these yeah they, these here I are
0: mentioned. just names any names given any what can be given Different, other some other scholars have different uh, explanations to some of their names. But the jinns are different types. As the Prophet said, there are three types. Some of them fly. Some of them are like snakes and dogs. And others, they are like, they're like they're like travellers. They dwell and then they get up and go to other places.
1: Excellent.
0: Understanding this is because... We, there is a narrative that's been pushed especially by the movies and and, and everything that the jinn are just this 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 creation that is you know
1: it, it's it's nowhere near what, what what people think it is it wasn't really wasn't it I have no idea about it don't google it to the mm. listeners they call gin maybe the tech man can google it for us yeah google gin I have no idea did you ever, ever hear about that I know about that movie. I haven't watched it. You are not saying watch it, but, yeah, you know, just why would, you know, they use that term maybe to attract the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. There's only two million, two billion two billion. I can't listeners. remember what movie I watched that a long time ago. I was very young. Generally, avoid all these movies because a lot of it is... is Definitely. And there would have been someone who would have wrote about it and won against it for sure.
0: I was very young and um, there, was, there was this movie on TV where I remember that they had to, that they got, subhanAllah, this memory will always be in my mind because... When I grew up and I learned, it just made sense that they got to a valley and they needed the protection of someone in that valley. So these creatures would appear and they were called jinn. And they they were made from a blue flame. I was young and it scared me. And I was just growing up and understanding the jinn. And what Allah Ta'ala mentions about the jinn in Surah Al-Jinn, you know, it, subhanAllah, it coincides. And we're going to mention that, inshallah. Blue flame, huh?
1: You know what I remembered when you mentioned blue? Nah. Sonic the hedgehog. <laughs> remember that? Like blue of all colors. Blue. Because some say you that. Remember the, Sonic?
0: You know, some say that the blue part of the flame apparently is the hot. hot ah, monster.
1: okay. Yes, yes. You know, there's different
0: colors in the flame. That's right, yeah. Some say that the blue yeah, because part
1: that's that has that has been mentioned. I remember going over that uh regarding the core from smokeless fire. Uh, and this means the edge of the flame and in another report it means the purest and best part of it. Which and, is uh, the blue. Yeah, and Imam Nawi rahimahullah, he said in his commentary on the in in uh, on Muslim, the smokeless flame means the flame which is mixed with the blackness of the fire. With the blackness of the fire. It's quite interesting, isn't it?
0: Maybe when we say flame, we're looking at a flame like from a match or something, but mm. we have to look at essence of fire. I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: I know I, what you mean. You know, There is a flame, sometimes it is.
0: Yeah, because sometimes you may hold a flame and you may have three different colours or two different colours. Some flames are just one colour. Some flames are blue. Some flames have a bluish green. Maybe that all depends. Lo, Alan, man, we're getting technical here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is there is a lot of stuff out there that um that we see that that people release whether it be movies or, or back in the day music still music now but uh, articles games even now we have to weigh it according to the Quran and Sunnah if it's in agreement with the Quran and Sunnah then that's one thing if it goes against the Quran and Sunnah then we reject it we get rid of it we give no no weight at all so, and we see most of the stuff that is spread today um, is just fairy tales, and and has no no proof at all. It's glorified. So, people,
0: yani, yeah. it, it draws people in. People are interested. It's huge, you know. so
1: It's a huge. It's a huge. Uh, how can we say
0: this topic to, is an interesting topic? And it's no a, doubt. And it's a topic that's been interesting for thousands of years because they're here, yani. It's not just us. And if you go back thousands of years, there's been manuscripts written about the jinn. Obviously, nothing is taken concrete except that which comes in the Quran and Sunnah. But go back even before pre-Islamic era and everything, they, they, they had many mentionings of the jinn.
1: You know what? what it's interesting as well, and I think we need a whole podcast, podcast on it. Uh, in the West today, the way they... View aliens and the supernatural world, and yeah. creatures from another planet, compared to how they the attention they give to the jinn in 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 common or general media today podcasts. It's it's the, you know you see famous podcasters they have, you know episodes upon episodes speaking about UFOs and aliens. Yeah, but you know and you have Muslims buying into this and compare that to, you know jinn. You know maybe we can call it alien versus jinn. You know but not that they're battling, but. Uh, just the way we view this and how Islam views this kind of stuff and the way as Muslims we should view jinn which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has spoken about and the sunnah has, has spoken Definitely. about. So this is very interesting because we don't want Muslims to waste their time in something which in reality is not going to bring you any pretty much any benefit. That world which is all based upon, you know... Uh, uh, maybes and mm. this and assumptions and and, and uh, false narratives and I saw this but I, he didn't see anything and you know basically stuff which isn't proven versus that which as Muslims we take as from the primary sources which is proven and mentioned and not, we don't know about it we don't people give it will much attention deny it. that's the thing there are, pe- are people who
0: yes people will deny that which is in the Nas that which there's clear cut proof in the Quran and Sunnah and they will tell you maybe perhaps could be when it comes to this uh, You know Supposed extraterrestrial now, Let's get
1: into that You know as Muslims We believe in the existence of jinn And we've mentioned that Definitely now, And there is no room as a Muslim To deny the world of jinn yep. But there are people who deny it And deny that jinn exists at all For example As I was reading Some of the mushrikeen Some of the idol worshipers As the associate partners of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala They say that what is meant by jinn Is the souls of the planets Okay a group of philosophers, uh, as I'm sure you've came across, and it's mentioned in many, many of the, of the books regarding this. They said, what was meant by jinn is the evil, you know, evil wishes or inclinations of the human soul. Yeah. And what was meant by angels is the good thoughts and good inclinations of the human soul.
0: That's wonderful. As soon as the philosophers get involved, they just khabis. And
1: Don't forget the modernists. The modernists, what did they say? <laughs> the jinn are, ger- are the germs. And, uh, uh, and these have been discovered by, that have been discovered by modern science. <laughs> have you, I've come across it a few times, actually. <laughs> and there's even one, I'm not going to mention his name. He said that, what is meant by jinn was the angels. In his view, the jinn and the angels are the same with no difference between them.
0: So jinn is just another word yeah. for angel. So
1: among the things he cited as evidence for that, and Dr. amar Sulaiman al-Ashkar, who's mm-hmm. got a great book on the jinn, he mentions this. He says that among the things he cited as evidence for this is the fact that the angels are concealed from humans, but he also included among the jinn people whose belief or kufr. Good or evil are concealed so their true state is not known. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll leave, the, the, we'll leave it there.
0: There's many, many, many people who deny the existence of the jinn, And, you know, they'll, they'll, some of them will tell you it's merely just because we can't see them. The two, we can't see them. So how are we going to believe my Yeah, yeah, Captain. Believing in the unseen is part of Iman. This is the whole point. This is why it's a pillar of Iman, because it's unseen. Because when you say that, when you deny the jinn's existence purely because they're unseen, this is why if we have any listeners or anyone here having this thought in their mind of, well... We, we can't see the jinn How am I going to believe in something I can't see First of all the Quran talks about them The, 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 the sunnah talks about them That's enough Prophet wasallam interacted with them Correct But that's more than enough 100% yeah? But let me just now bring you to a more You know like uh, Level playing field You know That Brother if you're going to deny The existence of the jinn Because you can't see them Then that means you need to deny the resurrection the grave, alright? Jannah and Jahannam. You can't see Jannah and Jahannam. You're, just because you can't see, deny gravity. <laughs> deny air that you can't see. Deny a sound that you hear that you can't see. Like, people sometimes don't want to believe in something or they reject something due to lack of knowledge, A. Or sometimes it's just fear.
1: And Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, as we know, He criticized the kuffar for this, for this, for this, for this quality of of uh, of uh not believing in something because they can't see or they can't experience it. You know, Allah says, Bal bima lam bihi ilm, or "Nay, they have belied, they have belied the knowledge whereof they could not comprehend." Bal bima bima lam bi ilmihi. That's that's heavy It is Nay they belied the knowledge Whereof they could not comprehend So if we cannot comprehend something We cannot understand something fully It doesn't mean we don't believe in it Like As you mentioned some examples there
0: Yeah Just because just you can't fathom something Doesn't mean you reject it
1: And even like The test in believing in Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Believing in the Prophet Yes we have the Quran and Sunnah But we haven't seen them Yeah We have to believe in them And there's many proofs in their existence.
0: This is why you stop at the Qur'an and Sunnah. This is why the safest thing to do and the most guaranteed thing to do and salvation and success and the clear path is strictly the Qur'an and Sunnah. And I know we're going to get some people. All you talk about is the Qur'an and Sunnah. What else is there to talk about? What else do we have to talk about besides the Qur'an and Sunnah? What have we been given besides the Qur'an and Sunnah as criterions to live our lives and worship our Lord? What else do we have? We have nothing. Before the Qur'an and Sunnah, okay, people were worshipping rocks, and they still are, and statues, and people were erecting their statues and worshipping them. Like where are we without the Quran and Sunnah Therefore like it's mind boggling How someone can deny something Clearly in the Quran and Sunnah What does the Quran mention Clear verses Allah Ta'ala mentioning that the creation of the jinn Clear The Sunnah The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Mentioning their types Clear Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala also dedicated a whole chapter in the Quran about the jinn Surah Al-Jinn A whole chapter in the Quran and why are they of importance because brother your biggest enemy is a jinn and his army so your enemy that's continuously fighting trying to misguide you the, 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 this enemy that has sworn to Allah by Allah that he will continue to try to misguide you until the day of resurrection is a jinn and his army are jinn and he also has army from the inch now so uh, it, it's very important to 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 not you need know,
1: to, to not be oblivious of the fact that that they exist you know, we, we as muslims should be proud that the quran and sunnah are enough for us Allah. Uh, like this is something alhamdulillah since we started learning and studying islam like we take you know we should be proud and honored this is all we need We don't need anything
0: else No you, you, But there's not
1: it. <laughs> What was sufficient for, for, for the earlier generations For the Prophet And the Muslims Who followed him And took his way From, from the Sahaba And the Salaf They don't need anything else like, Why are we This You know If a Muslim says this It's like He's not really yeah. Giving them the true Recognition And honour And might That they deserve This is The most honourable mm-hmm. Due to a, his
0: shortcoming Not to a shortcoming In the Quran and Sunnah so much so that some people have gone, okay, and this is not off topic, this is not off topic, because some people have gone to say, okay, no, we need to give precedence to our intellect, because your intellect is going to reject that which you can't see. or properly understand. You know the what the I mean? Intellects vary anyway. That's correct. For... How are you gonna give? How are you gonna give precedence to your intellect? Like some people have even قَدَّمُ الْعَقْلَ عَلَى الْنَصِ عَلَى الْقُرْآنِ Sunnah, السُّنَنِ They've given their mind and their intellect, uh, you know, the precedence over the Quran and Sunnah. When the Quran and Sunnah came to put your intellect in line, because before the Quran and Sunnah, people were scattered and people were doing, you know, like where the Quran was sent to, the Arabs. They were the worst of people at the time. Then they became the best of people. The Quran and Sunnah, my brothers and sisters, that's there's, there's the criterion. There's, there's nothing. Besides the Quran and Sunnah, that you have nothing.
1: I think we've mentioned more than enough regarding uh, this point and more than enough that uh, there is sufficient proof in the Quran and Sunnah to prove their existence and there is no room for denying the world of jinn for a true Muslim, for a true believer. But now... If we move on, you know I don't, I don't know how much more you want to discuss tonight. It's totally up to you. Uh, there's much more we can say uh, regarding you know their existence, and that this is something that every Muslim should know. It's from the things which a Muslim must know, and he, he cannot have ignorance of it because that's so well established. Yeah. And even if we come across, you know, the saying of Ibn Taymiyah, where he says. None of the groups of the Muslims dispute that the jinn exist or that Allah sent Muhammad to them, too. Most of the groups of the kuffar also affirm that jinn exist. The people of the book, the Jews and the Christians, also believe in them as the Muslims do, although there are some among them who deny that, just as there are some among the Muslims who deny that, such as the jihamiyya and the mu'tazila. However, the majority of the groups and their leaders believe in that. And there's much more we can say. I, I don't the know if you want to... just have this attribute of denial. They just love denying. <laughs> and, and he continues to say, and this is the point I wanted to get to, this is because the existence of the jinn is something that is well-established and well-known in the reports of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, And it is something which is well-established and there is no excuse for not knowing it. There is no excuse for not knowing that they are living, rational beings who act upon their free will. Indeed, they are subject to commands and prohibitions. They are not merely symptoms or characteristics which exist in a human being or other creatures, as some of the heretics claim, because the matter of jinn is something which is well-known and well-established from the prophets, both the common folk and the elite know of them so no group which claims to follow the noble messenger can deny that and that's pretty much in a nutshell what we just spoke about in the last two minutes. you can't
0: deny the jinn you can't deny the jinn's existence you deny the jinn's existence you've denied a hadith you've denied a hadith you've denied the whole sunnah you deny the jinn's existence you've denied ayat from the Quran you deny 1a you've denied the whole Quran this is just how it goes now these jinn we can't see them. But we can interact. I mean, there can be interactions. <laughs> people oh, so. people have interacted with the jinn. People have spoken to the jinn. The jinn has spoken to people. The Prophet wasallam has interacted with the jinn. Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran interactions between men and jinn. And inshallah, what we'll do with the eyewitnessing accounts of jinns, interactions and etc. We'll talk about that in the next podcast because it's gonna need a while. Inshallah
1: Talking
0: Allah about Allah. interaction with the jinn. Who can see the jinn? You know, just because we can't see them, there are other creations that can see the jinn. You know? What do they see from the jinn? What appears from the jinn? How do the jinn live their
1: lives? This will all Allah be covered in the next segment be the subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakallahu wa jazakallahu khayran for this very beneficial presentation tonight. Any final comments before we can go one
0: thing I do want to say for our listeners. Yes. And those who are following and watching don't get hung up on this topic of the jinn. You know, brothers and sisters, if your door closes without no one closing it, maybe it's the wind. You know? If you your blinds move, perhaps it's the wind, you know. Don't sit there and, and, and link just because now you must have, you know, subhanAllah, sometimes you hear a lecture or you hear something about something and you start to link everything to it, you know. You know, you may see like something cross and it doesn't appear to you what it is and you're like, oh, jinns are appearing. Or you may hear a sound and it's, you know, a cat or something and you oh, that's a jinn. Don't get hung up on this and, and blame everything on the jinn. But understand that they exist and they're there and they're present. Okay? And we have the upper hand. Because if any jinni or shaitan wants to harm you or tries to harm you, all you have to say is, A'udhu rajim. That's it. Gone. Gone. Like, it doesn't matter how strong the jinn is. This jinn's coming to harm you and you seek refuge in Allah, you're protected.
1: You're protected. As Muslims, we believe that nothing or no one can harm you except by the will and permission of Allah. Definitely. Definitely. And And making this specific du'a or reciting Qur'an as mentioned in the Qur'an and Sunnah is is from the best of things you can do to protect yourself. Definitely. That's the shield. And you're the most vulnerable when you're sleeping, right? Read Ayat al-Qursi. We'll mention this,
0: inshallah. Read Ayat al-Qursi. Go to sleep. You're protected. In your most vulnerable
1: state. So Reminds us a lot when we were younger and we knew that growing up. And then we'll talk to recite the Qur'an If this happens And everyone has experienced it They had a nightmare They saw something And there's many sunnah to do Which we'll get to But reciting Qur'an Especially the al-Qursi It's like you're battling With, you know, full artillery And you Definitely. always, subhanAllah You don't remember any dream Or any episode you had Except that you were victorious By the room, permission of Allah Through his words Because they are so strong and powerful
0: My, my, my young boy Wallahi Growing In up Allah. May Allah protect all Amen. our children And you would know this, sheik You've got children, Allahumma barik Growing up, I tell him You know, go to sleep and read read al-Qursi And with Wallahi it, kids, they, the kids only know what you teach them You know But Wallahi, he, he, he tells me He says, yeah, I'll read al-Qursi And Allah will protect me Like, it's instilled But even a child knows this You know I didn't sit him down and tell him the power of the verse and the but instilling it in them. You know what I mean? Sometimes when he has a dream, I hear him reciting Quran.
1: No, but it's, that's what we want. So, like, it, it's it's a shield. Like, it, it's definitely a shield. That's one thing that, as Muslim parents, I think many have stuck to, knowing that they know that the solution, even though they may, you know, not necessarily implement the Quran all the time and the Sunnah but when it comes to that you know I remember pretty much everyone universally accepting that the Quran is going to help you when this happens
0: our parents and now yeah,
1: there will be some yeah, but because today
0: there are some that tell their children to sing songs before going to sleep you know music they have to put music for the child to sleep. Yes, I've heard that. Child wakes up from to music, music like like, like not talking like maybe perhaps something or you know like a white sound or, or white noise whatever they call it, like full
1: blown songs that are played in dance parties and crazy. It just reminded me there was there was a, a sister once she, her radio was playing up. She requested radios and it was an emergency. She needs it as soon as possible. You know the reason why. She can't, she can't sleep without Qur'an? The kids couldn't sleep without the radio. Oh. They have, they have to have the the radio, the bayyan radio, Wi-Fi radio, playing in the background to get asleep. sleep. Perfect. Beautiful, yeah. It was something nice to yeah. hear.
0: And my kids, they need, I have to have the Mecca on with the Qur'an in the background on a television and they will all sleep. But other than
1: that, they were, But that's good. 100%. But that's good, yeah. Yani. and and Quran. People going to
0: sleep in, uh, you know, Allah al-Musta'an. This is Wallahi... And then they get affected by the jinn and now they come and they want a solution. They tell you we need help. We need solution. He's been affected well, or she's been affected. Solution is what you were neglecting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll Allah fiik. We'll leave it there. We'll ask it's, Allah, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll leave some suspense inshallah Next week next next podcast inshallah we'll discuss more about them, yeah. their types, their In
1: episode three or podcast three bi I'd like to thank all the brothers and sisters for tuning in. I'd like to thank our tech team for being with us tonight on a yeah, very l- him today, busy he's night. been jumping around yes and we'd like to apologise for the late start I forgot I was a bit all over the place during the beginning of the programme uh, the reason for the late start is that the tech team needed to be at Auburn ASWJ Auburn because our dear sheik Sheikh, Sheikh Jameel al is here on a tour in New South Wales he's here for like a week or so mm-hmm. and he's touring Sydney New South Wales last night he was at ASWJ Reesby tonight he was at ASWJ Auburn Tomorrow night, he's at... Where is he tomorrow night? Checked man. Tomorrow night, I believe. Saturday night, he's at Masjid Al-Azhar Belmore. And let me just get the tour. (laughs) Might as well mention the tour. (laughs) Why not? Shows how good our memories have become. I think it's too late for you, Chef. Too late for both of us. Here we go. Uh, Too late? No, it's not too late. Allah accept. Okay, tomorrow night, he's back home. Tomorrow day, he's back home. Masjid Al-Salam Khutbah at 1 p.m. Um, then he's back at Masjid al-Azhar Belmore on Saturday He's speaking about the Prophet Ibrahim (laughs) alayhi (laughs) salam back at Masjid al-Salam women's only lecture on Sunday morning at 10 p.m. the 10th Masjid al-Salam in Wollongong. Monday he's at Masjid Uthman I think that's in Oaks Flake Oaks or Oak Flats in New South Wales I think in Wollongong out there Tuesday Tuesday, uh, he's CYC Talking about Aisha, that's women's only, at 10 a.m. Tuesday night, he's at G.R.Y.C., Prophet Nuh, alayhi salam. Wednesday and Thursday, he's back at Masjid al-Salam for the nightly lecture about Prophet Musa, Parts 1 and 2. Barakallahu feekum, dear brothers and sisters, and until next time. salamu alaykum wa This
0: program was presented by al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.